What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the UFC State of the Union podcast. My name is Brian Vosper. It's going to be episode 17. We got the last UFC card of the year today. Uh, it's actually happening in a few minutes. Um, basically, we got Cannonier versus Strickland tonight. This was a fight that got scheduled um, a while back, got canceled, but here it is at the the last event of the year. Um, I'm going to just go, what I'm going to do in this episode is go back to UFC 282 highlight some stuff we saw there and then go right into my predictions for tonight uh there's definitely some there are some this is one of those cards where there's some fights that are kind of like going under the radar here but there are definitely some bangers on this last card so expecting it to be a, a really good night so i'll just start from the top really from usc 282 this event was it was freaking awesome basically up until <laughs> the main event and the co-main event where you had you know i think everyone's pretty much seen at this point you had just some judging controversy um john morgan actually if you want to go check him out on twitter he made a really good post actually talking about really some of the changes that need to happen when it comes to judging especially in the ufc this is the highest level of mma you should have really the highest standard when it comes to judging um you know there's always the argument people bring up like hey um i don't think you should have well i think we just need a whole new scoring system add more judges um stuff stuff along those lines but in in my opinion i've always thought kind of what john morgan was saying really the root of the problem is the qualifications of the judges you have these days you need to really raise the bar, make there so there's like a minimum training, minimum amount of, I don't know, some some sort of metric you want to use, whether that's judged fights, a really positive track record, before you can judge at the highest level, the UFC. Because what they're that's really how we're ending up with all these like weird crooked cards where it looks almost like, you know, judges are putting money on fights, let's be real. Um we had the Sean O'Malley yawn controversy. Then on this card, we had, you know, Patty, Patty Gordon controversy. And it's really not a good look for the sport where you got two, you know, of the sports like biggest up and coming stars, um, you know, getting like basically gifted wins off like really controversial picks by the judges. And so, yeah, I think the main thing that needs to happen here is the the minimum qualifications to be a judge in the UFC definitely need to go up we can't be having these Joe Schmoes anymore and I've thought for a while I think with how the UFC how much money the UFC makes at this point um I think they honestly need to be able to voice their opinion to the commissions if there is a Saldi Saldi Amato Chris Lee Doug Crosby these guys with really a lot of weird, you know, botched scorecards, controversial picks. Um, I think they should be able to voice their opinion at this point and be like, hey, you know, um, respect this guy spending his time, you know, judging, but hey, not in the UFC. He can go judge another organization. We don't want, we're the, we're the pinnacle of the sport. Um, he's had too many controversial cards. Um, he can go judge somewhere else. Maybe he can work his way back up, but at this point, no. I think that I think that's 100% reasonable because what's happening there was even a post um where I want to say the athletic commission it was for the Bellator card it was for um the the 5045 that Doug Crosby gave for the the Stotts fight um 
and basically, um, yeah, Stas Sabatello, sorry. Um, basically, what happened is the post said that they're, they gave out sanctions, but they don't make that public. What's the point if you're going to give out consequences yet not make it public? If you actually make sanctions and discipline for people that really buy scorecards public – you make that, hey, Doug Crosby is on a discipline or something or suspended for six months to a year for that card. You make that public, 100%, it's going to be a lot less likely where you see consistent BS from judges. Um, but when you do it behind closed doors, a um, little slap on the wrist, that's how you have this continuously happen. That's really the <laughs> what's what happens. So... Yeah, talked a little bit there. I think really raise the standard of judges. Commissions need to be held accountable. Give the UFC the ability to voice their opinion. There are certain judges that are pulling BS. I don't think that's unreasonable. If someone's botched a certain amount of scorecards, you can literally provide proof of some of the fights that they've legit screwed up. I think it's completely reasonable. The UFC should have a voice and say, hey, you know, give us someone else with good qualifications. Um and the commissions need to be held accountable. And if they keep assigning, I think at this point the commissions do need to get in trouble. If they keep doing this, it's ruining the sport. And it honestly looks like maybe in the commission's in on something if they're continuously doing this. Where they're assigning judges that are ruining fighters' careers. If it's a really, you know, that Uncle Live, in my opinion, and I'll just go right into it uh, from the top. Uncle Live should have won the belt, in my opinion. I think it should have been 3-2. Shouldn't have been a draw. But um, but yeah, he got he got robbed that night, and so and now more on top of even bigger slap to the face. Um, I mean I, I'm not in full disagreement here on what the UFC is doing. They're going, you know, the banger announcement that night. They immediately went to Jamal Hill Glover. That's going to happen in Rio. I'm not in full disagreement there. But looking at like what happened to Uncle Live, he got he got pretty much screwed there, man. He got screwed by the judges. You know, now a new title fight's going to take place, and, you know, he, he might not even get the next crack at the belt, you know, because we don't know what's, you know, there's Jerry, there's John, we're going to see what, John Blocko, we're going to see what happens, but, man, it's kind of kind of tricky situation at this point. Um, that fight, um, man, Blagowitz has, like, legs of steel when it comes to title fights. Like, he just... You can't let that guy kick you when he's in a title fight. Like, holy crap. He compromised Uncle Liev really bad. But Uncle Liev was able to rally back um, with some wrestling, um, able to take some, take advantage. And I really think he should have won 3-2. Um, Patty, Patty versus Gordon. This is the huge controversy right here. Um, really, Gordon should have won that. And in my opinion, also, what's really bad, I mean – I'll kind of break down like my opinions on Patty. He's got to, he's really got to fix some stuff. He doesn't like, he leaves himself way too exposed. Like within the first two minutes of that fight, Gordon hit him, you know, clipped him at least three really good times within the first two minutes. And it's like, I think everyone, I'll I'll get to the, the main guy that's catching everyone's eyes right now, Tapuria. But, I mean, let's be real. You know, you got the Patty Pimblet Taporia beef. I think we all know why that fight has not been booked. With how Patty continues to leave his chin just exposed, 
he would not have made it out of the first round with, against Taporia. He would have got starched within the first two minutes. Like, he, he keeps doing this thing where he's just testing his chin. Scousers don't get knocked out. Dude, it's, it, it's working against guys that don't crack, but it's only a matter of time at 155. Like, he is going to get matched up against someone that can truly crack, um, you know, and it's gonna he's going to be done. Like it's it's only a matter of time. He's getting clipped too much by guys that really are, that are unranked still. So imagine when he starts fighting ranked. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna end bad. Pontinivio gets the the last round. Well, last round KO. That was pretty awesome to see. What's next for Darren Hill? I thought this was gonna be a really hard fight for Darren Hill. He had his moments, but I think Drickus had his um had a. Um, in his post-fight presser, I think he he was really honest, and I think it is what needs to happen for Till. He needs to go back to 170. He just he's not big enough to fight these guys at 185. Um, when Till was at 170, um, he was cutting weight with a camp. I think it was Team Calbon. Um, clearly, that was like their kind of gap skill gap. They're not like the most experienced at weight cutting. Um, that's why, you know, you had some of the stuff with Till come out where he was just like, they're brutal weight cuts, but he was still making it. So I think what really needs to happen with Till, I think he needs to go maybe train with a team, you know, maybe go like a Tiger Muay Thai or some other team full time and go back to 170. I think he'll have more success. Um, and yeah, he only really lost to, you know, two guys at 170. You know, he had the title fight loss to, to Woodley. And then he lost to, um, he got, he was doing well until he got caught by Masvidal. I mean, I mean, those are his only two losses. It's it's a lot different in comparison to, you know, looking what happens when he goes up to 185, where then he's just getting wrestled to death. Um, and, because these guys are just way bigger than him. So I, I think, um... I think Till, the best move for his career is go back to 170. Um, the big fight, you know, Bryce Mitchell versus Taporia. Love Bryce, but, man, this Taporia is just on another level. I kind of I had a feeling like this was not going to end well for Bryce. Um, I, I, I think my prediction, though, I did say, you know, if May Bryce could drag it out, somehow Taporia, you know, gasses or something, if, that, if Taporia was fighting, like, really emotional – um, and just, you know, threw way too many haymakers or something crazy. But, you know, this guy is just so balanced. He can, he's striking his next level. He submitted Bryce. I think he, I want to say, looking at his record, he has like equal submissions and KOs. And that's something that a lot of people forget. They just focus purely on his striking. But yeah, his, his ground game is insanely good. What, what do I want to see next for Taporia? I want to see, I actually, I think his call out was Brian Ortega. With everyone that's kind of with all the stuff going on at 145, I think that's an awesome fight to make. Brian Ortega versus Taporia would be really good. I think, yeah, go for that. Um, what would I like to see from Bryce Mitchell next? He did mention he had like the flu going into that, so that could have been a factor. But I think just even if you were to, you know, he was 100% healthy. I think Taporia just he's just a beast. I, I think he would have still taken that. Bryce Mitchell, I think a fight you could do there, uh, Giga versus. Um, versus Bryce Mitchell. You know, both of them got the wins over Barbosa, but, you know, still gives um, Bryce a good ranked opponent. I think that's the one you can do. Um, and then let's see here. Let's go back to some of the other ones. Oh, Raul Rosas Jr., that was another star of the night. Um, 
dang, that kid looks so good for for 18 years old. Uh, it's going to be crazy to see what's next for that guy, but sky's the limit. That kid's just, he's already looking like a star. Um, Rosenstrike, dear Lord. Chris Takas got annihilated. That's another guy that I think his style, he's he needs to go back. I, he actually mentioned during that week that he probably could make 205. I think that's... Um, I think that would be a good move at this point. I think Chris Dawkins, his he's not the biggest um, heavyweight, but man, he's he's trying to <laughs> he keeps getting caught in these firefights against these guys that just they're they're more powerful. And so I think I think maybe going to two hundred five testing that that could be interesting to see how Dawkins fares there. But has not been a good year for for the Do- for the Dawkins brothers to be honest. Um, Shabazian did uh he got that i think it was his first fight with a changed team um he looked awesome got got around 2ko chris curtis action man i've always mentioned this he's always the guy i don't bet against anymore i always add him to the parlays so action man gets the ko on buckley and then going into the early prelims billy q oh man alex hernandez got got roasted here billy q with the comeback just takes him out. I thought, you know, the next fight, Eric the King Silva. I thought Eric Eric Silva was going to win that, if I'm being completely honest. TJ Brown did unreal. Was able to, to beat him there. See what happens with Eric as, um, you know, as his career grows. See if he can rally back. Um, and then Cameron Simon um, has um, gets gets the third-round KO. Um, and, yeah, and let's fly into the what's going to happen tonight. So there are some awesome fights here that are just flying under the radar. Um, I'll start actually with the pre with the the prelims. Um, oh man, yeah. So Cheyenne Silmas uh, versus Corey McKenna. Man, that's a good one. I'm not sure who's gonna win that one. Both seven and two. Um, to be honest, <laughs> we're 11 minutes in right now. Um, I need to swap to see what's going on there because it might it's probably already in round one, round two. Um Jake Matthews versus Semmelberger. Oh man, these are some good ones. So the probably the ones because I need to get I want to swap to the the card right now. The main fights I'm catching right now that I'm seeing Saeed Nurmagomedov versus uh Sa- I'm gonna butcher this last name, Kakramanov. I think that's a very under the radar fight. I think that's going to be a potential like fight of the night. Brian Battle on here versus oh man, that nineteen and one. Holy crap! Um, Fakret Denov. I'm not sure who that is, but see, maybe that's one of those situations where the dude has ten trillion fights, but they're all scrubs. But we'll see. I'm I'm not sure who that guy is. He looks looks like a beast though. Um, yeah. Oh, Manel Cops on here. Man, there are some great ones. And then going to the main card. What do I... Oh, Sarukian versus Ismagulov. I think that's one of the other ex- insanely exciting ones. Drew Dober versus Bobby Green. Can't go wrong with that. Um, what do I think is going to happen in the main event? I think Sean Strickland's going to take it. Unless if he gets hit, obviously, by the Jared Cannon your bomb. But I think Sean's volume is going to help him uh, squeeze out a victory here. I think... Um, I think Armin Sarukian is going to beat Demir. Um, a lot of people flying super high on Demir, but I think Sarukian's going to come out with a vengeance. I think he's going to he's going to take him out. 
And so, yeah, and then Drew Dober, I think he's going to beat Bobby Green. So, great fights tonight. See what happens, guys. Appreciate you listening in. And, yeah, hope you're having a, a great weekend. Thanks. See ya.